Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cantina MX Football Podcast. We might be four days away from Christmas, but tonight we're serving you up some goodies. Rayados have given posada to Javier Aguirre. Canelo wasn't the only one who exchanged punches on Saturday. And tomorrow there will be a new king of the CONCACAF region. Before we go any further, let's welcome Chiquis and Joel. How are we doing tonight, lads? Very good, very good, man. Good to be here. Talk some drama, talk some entertainment. Well, how we doing? Same, same, man. Lots, lots going on. Lots to talk about. Twitter spheres blowing up. Uh, you know, the old Liga MX MLS rivalries flaming up. So I'm sure it's going to be a good, a good fun podcast tonight. Yes, sir. Let's waste no time. Breaking news this morning. Piojo Herrera was officially removed from Club America. He has been canned. Uh, him and Ante Razov had a, had a little, little punch out during halftime in the LAFC versus America match in the Conca, Conca Champions League where America ended up losing 3-1 despite being a man up for uh, basically majority of the match. Um, LAFC beat them 3-1, and they will be in the final. And uh, guys, how do we feel about this result? Did you guys watch the game? What are your thoughts? I was surprised a bit. I was expecting more from America. Thought they wanted to bounce back after being eliminated by Chivas, and and you know the Conca Champions was a good place to start, and uh, they end up getting a ganchazo from the former Chivas USA team. So it was not good, and and you know a player that they were the rumors were flying before that match about how America was gonna try to get. Vela and he, you know, turn out their lights. So, uh, but but yeah, I I, I missed the match. I may mm. I missed the match, but I was thinking, you know, maybe a Tigres Ame final. But instead, we had you know LAFC, who their season was not as good as the previous one. That's why I wasn't expecting much from them. And they've been turning heads because they've become the first MLS team to eliminate three Liga MX teams in a row. Oh, snap. In the, in, yeah, in the same tournament. Like Thanos, just with a snap of a finger. Snap of Carlos Vela finger. <laughs> it's, if you think about it, though, it's not. Okay, so well, I'll just say if you think about it, it's not really impressive. Like it sounds like three, but you're talking about Cruz Azul. Wait, 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 Chick, Chick is, You're talking about a Cruz Leon. Azul who just got, who just got, you know, humiliated. Their coach was, you know, rejected. True. Leon at the time, I guess they were they were they were okay, but it's all about matchups sometimes uh, with these games. And uh, at the uh, Mena was injured; he didn't play the second game. I think. And, and, or, and, and some of that copium, Chiquis. 
So, there, so there's, you know, the, the perfect storm happened, I think, with uh, Leon back then. They weren't, you know, this was earlier, th- earlier this year. Okay, but no, LAFC wasn't on fire either, and it's not like men for no, they, even all compared to those teams. All they need is Vela, though. All they need is Vela. He's, so he's you're saying the Liga MX teams, teams are that weak? Vela is just that great. Vela by himself can, can do a lot. So, and then you have, and then you have the, uh, you know, this, this matchup where America were not doing too well. They lost to Chivas. The, then they go into this game, and then you can sort of think that they might, you know, be a little bit overconfident. They might be, um, you know, feeling good going into this game against uh, LAFC. Um, and then LAFC sort of has this chip on their shoulder where, you know, they're ready to go and prove themselves. And with Carlos Vela, like I was saying, anything is possible. And it was pretty much just him. Also, and this is why I think Piojo was, you know, they're right in, in getting rid of Piojo, is that he was up uh, with, uh, he was up a man through most of the second half. I forget when he, when that dude was, uh, got the red card. Um, and they still, that's when they still came back. That's when Carlos Velas came, came back with the, with the two goals and, and took the win. And they were down a man. So Piojo was kicked off, and I don't even care about all this like extra cancha, like the fighting and getting punched in the eye, and then arguing and all this stuff. I don't care about Memo Ochoa doing what he did, or everyone else flopping and Vela flopping. That's just the way the game is. But uh, LAFC took advantage, and Vela, you know, stepped up at the right time. And America did not play good at at all, even being up a man with their passing, with their marking. It's just like. Piojo didn't know what to do to direct them. And, and just as a team, uh, as a whole, they weren't playing well at all. So they didn't even deserve to win. And Piojo, I think, is, takes, the, takes the blame for a lot of that and for previous losses. And he should be out just based on his performance mm. and America's performance. Not because, and I don't even agree. Like I told you guys a long time ago, when Piojo smacked up Martinoli, mm-hmm. I was like, that's no reason to fire him. Let, let him smack up Martinoli all he wants if he's talking <laughs> smack about his daughter. You know, I'd be proud of him. If I was somebody, I'd say, yeah, man, smack that dude up if he's talking about your daughter. Or if he tweets something about the Green Party or gets political, well, that's your, that's your, uh, that's your prerogative, that's your beliefs, whatever, man, as long as it doesn't affect you, on the, you know, as a coach. So that's my take on this whole situation. I will, I will have to, let's back up a little bit. I have to zonk you with the uh, Leon match. And LAFC, I was at that. I was at that match covering it, and at that time, Leon were either first or second place in the league. They had a really strong start before the season got canceled. Um, so they were the the better team. They beat them in the first leg two zero, and the Vela show in the in the second game at home. And uh, I will give that's the only game that I'll give LAFC credit because they actually did beat a very good team. Now the COVID thing happened. They're somehow still in this tournament. <clears throat> they, you know, resurrected this tournament from the dead. And I agree, Cruz Azul was. I mean, that was a joke. They didn't even have a coach at the time. It was kind of expected for them to lose that match. America also like a, a uh, not the best worthy opponent. Uh, Chivas. I mean, you can't come back from that, man. The way Chivas beat them, and America lost to uh, Atlanta. So they were, I mean, this is their fourth straight loss in a row. So I, I will say, like, LAFC really have not been tested 
since March of this year. And against Tigres, we'll see what happens. Uh, Tigres will be at a disadvantage because uh, Gignac and Aquino are questionable for the match. We don't know if they're going to be healthy enough to play. So this could be a uh, the first time in 20 years that an MLS team wins the final. I don't think it'll. Yeah, I think I don't think it'll happen. I think it'll, it'll go back to oh, you know another time, and that, because I think Tigres is uh, is just good enough to to do this to take this. Um, Let's not forget, Duca has not ever won this tournament. He's lost three finals. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, my bet would be with Tigres, but you make some good arguments, um, and I've even been thinking about it like if uh i have no fear i have no angst um about uh lafc taking this win and winning the championship and then you know let let mls boys go crazy especially this guy uh what's his name mls i forget his he's the one always rustling everybody rodolfo landeros no it's an mls account it's like Uh, mls stuff or mls okay something anyway um, let all those guys go crazy and just say, "Yeah, we've passed, we've passed Liga MX, we're the better league, or whatever." We just showed them. Let that happen. I don't even care if LAFC wins. You know, I sort of like welcome it. And uh, so it's like it's even if like U.S. national team wins beats Mexico, you know, just you know if it happens, it happens. Oh well. But uh, so yeah, if it, so it will be interesting if LAFC wins, um, and we'll see. I don't think it's going to happen, but it could. I have a... Yeah, like, oh, go ahead, Hoj. Yeah, like like you mentioned, uh, Tigres has not been able to win this tournament, and so I think it is a big priority for them, uh, as well being knocked out of the league. And I know because we've talked about how Tuca is... He's talked about his retirement, and I know he wants to, you know, leave on a high note. <clears throat> And I'm pretty sure Guignac also has that itch to leave an international title there before he leaves. Um, yes, sir. So I think I think they're going to be going all out. And, you know, player for player, Tigres is the better team. Yeah, did, so you, hear, did you hear Guignac uh, with his latest quote? What did he say? I think it was after uh, no. he, he was speaking in Spanish, and that's the one thing he said is, uh, we, uh, what did he say? The one thing I, I want to do before my career is over is win this pinche championship. <laughs> 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 I forget uh, his exact words, but he had the gignac more Mexican than thou. He, yes, he has become. I've heard him talk, and his language sounds legit. It doesn't sound like he's just throwing in a word. He, he really, he really picked up on it. And uh, well, yeah, I'm guessing they want the Clubs World Cup as well. But so I think Tigre has been lacking that their rivals Monterrey Rayados has over them is that 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 Conca champions. Um, so it should be a good match. I, I think I do favor Tigres, but I think uh, think if they're not careful, Vela and Cole can vacunarlos. So kind of to put everybody up to speed, there was an altercation in the LAFC versus America match. It was uh, one of the players, he was down uh, near the penalty box and 
as he got up, Ochoa went to make sure he was okay. Uh, and it seemed from the camera angle that Atuesta had headbutted Ochoa. Ochoa went down, and the paramedics went out there and you know checked on him. Atuesta got a red card. He got sent off, and that was probably what caused the issues on the bench. Anti Razov, the assistant coach, started to get into it with Piojo Herrera, and in fact connected with him. Not sure if it was a slap or a punch, but he did connect with Piojo Herrera. And uh, do you guys think that this match, like regardless of the result, do you guys think that Piojo Herrera was on his way out? Do you think that he is deservedly uh, removed or was this a huge mistake on Club America's part? I'll let Chiki's answer first. I think, well, I pretty much said it. I think, uh, I think if he didn't win, that was just too many failures. And he was he was going to be on his way out. I mean, this is what I hope it it was the case. I wouldn't doubt if they were like, um, you know, for your antics, you're out. But I think the results justify him being being fired. The the fail the recent failures and everything justify. I think I think America should aspire to more. America needs to have more. And this loss is just like the final the final straw. What's up with um, me? What would be more for you, Chiki? I mean, you can't be losing the Chivas in in Liga like that, and then and then lose like the MLS, and then lose. But the I mean, Chivas, Chivas is not like like you're losing to to Puebla, man. You're, That's your rival, though. You can't be you can't accept that stuff. Yeah, but then you'll be changing coach every every other tournament. He's been there for a while, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been there for. Yeah, it has for, been there for since. <laughs> 2017, and it's funny enough because he returned to America after getting fired from the Me- Mexican national team for another, the same reason, for punching somebody. And <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, in these three years at America, he did not uh, – he, he qualified for Ligia every single year. This was the first time in yeah. three years that he did not make it to the semifinals. I mean, what more yeah. do you want, man? That's a real – I mean, in Mexico, that's very impressive. It is. But Ligia is like anyone can get into Ligia. Yeah, yeah but you're, you're top eight, man. You're top eight. We we nah, we talked about this before. Like Ligia that uh, is for okay, so yeah, but to, semis, semis. You know, it's not it's not too hard, man. It's, and they're a big club. America's a big club. You know, they're going to get the benefit of the doubt if you want to call it. Yeah, like but you refs, you have you have um. It, Chiquis, it's not just Ligilla, it's the consistency. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm saying, not only is he always qualifying, they're always, they get really far. Um, and so very few teams can lay that claim. I mean, look at Monterrey. They, look at they Leon. And then Le- the next season, they crashed really hard. A year ago, a, a year ago, Leon was the team in first place, and they got uh, eliminated by Morelia. In the, so I mean, I mean, not every team has consistently made it to semifinals like America has, and I don't think that the like people are gonna people are gonna look back at this time and not appreciate what Herrera did to America, and I think that they're gonna be worse off without him. I think they're not gonna find a coach that is gonna be able to provide those same results anytime soon. You know, it's what surprised me because he's the, he's historic now. When you look at the for all time results. And even even if you look if you look at his results in Ligi, in, not in Ligia, in Clásicos, 
he's very favorable. He he rarely lost. You know, going up against Pumas Cruz Azul Chivas, he he rarely lost, man. He was. So, he's not. He's not getting over the hump, though. He's not getting the cha- the yeah, titles. But, but he wasn't getting provided. He like like for example, he did not want Gio. It's a player they threw on him. America never really did much to replace some of the top names they left. They never really replaced Linus. You know that they brought in. You know, like like some big name player. And, He's he's had to contend with that, and if you see some some of the seasons where the team was not doing too well, he still managed to uh, take them very far. So I think that's that's one of the what's been misleading, I guess, with for a lot of America fans, where they they see the team doing well and they think it's better than it actually is. So yeah, I guess I guess we can go back and forth on this. Um... But I wanted to uh, and and stop me if I'm out of line or whatever or out of order as far as the podcast. But uh, I wanted to sort of not correct but clarify some of what Jaime was saying about the match. Yes. So this uh, so the bronca and all this stuff started when uh, Memo Ochoa. I mean, it it looked like he went to see if he was okay, mm-hmm. but he really didn't see. Went to go to see. He went to go and yell and probably. Instigate and probably put some pretty, you know, harsh insults into his ear or into his face. Mm-hmm. Like he he bent down to put his to look at him face to face and probably gave him an earful. Wait, and do I you twist- know for sure, or you're guessing that? No, I'm, I know for sure. Well, he was saying something, and I'm sure it's not like sweet nothings into his ear. I'm sure he was saying something, you know, pretty because you don't go that close to see if he's okay. The dude d- took a dive. I twisted, took a dive. And he didn't like that. It was, I think it was even in the box. Ochoa didn't like that. And he, and he goes out and he tells them it's typical. Like if someone does a dive in the box, you're yeah. risking faking out the, the ref and, and, and costing a penalty. So a goalkeeper, even the defensive players aren't going to take that. So he goes out to confront him and Atuesta doesn't like it at all. And this is other, this is further proof that Ochoa said something, you know, some pretty harsh insult. Atuesta comes up. There's no, there's no contact. He doesn't touch Ochoa, I don't think. But he comes up with his head, sort of trying to hit him, mm. you know, on purpose. So there's like you, so know, the, you have a granite wall. You and said you, have, you think there was intention there. I think there was intention from Ochoa to insult him and 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 bait him. Uh. And I think Atuesta sort of moved his head up in a way to sort of headbutt him or not headbutt him, but like hit him with the top of his head. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Ochoa, you know, he acted well. He sold he it took really the dive. well. Yep. He, yeah. He sold it. He sold it. Excellent. And I, and I don't even think there was any contact. And then, and then America players came in and they shoved a twista and then he took a dive and fell back, mm. you know, just to not be the only one on the ground Ochoa. But, you know, by then it was too late because it was his head movement going up was obvious. He tried to headbutt uh, Ochoa and he sold it. And it, it, was a, it was a justified red. So that was that whole bronca. And then, you know, things were heated from there. And I think um, the uh, an America player sort of, you know, the ball was going towards the sideline out of bounds. And he sort of like was running into Bob Bradley. Mm. And uh, Bob Bradley wasn't backing down. And, you know, the assistants came in and that's where all okay. of that started. So, so yeah, I mean, it's just the way, that's just the way the game is. And a lot of people are saying like the Mexican fans you see out there 
are fighting with the U.S. fans, even Grant Wall. You know, Mexican fans are that are you know friends with Grant Wall are like arguing with him. I know Taylor Twelman. Uh, Twelman was out there saying, he, you know, this is why we need VAR, and you know, well, yeah, he's just saying it's, and they're all blaming Ochoa. Yeah. So all these MLSers are blaming Ochoa for like you know these they're, dark they're arts. That's, that's scumbag. You know, yeah. it's a scumbag move, and all the MLS players. And this is where we're going back to the whole like casual racism type of thing that you know a lot of Mexican Americans are 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 calling out. Um, but uh. You know, people are saying, okay, you're, you're dirty. Memochoa is being dirty. This is not how soccer is played. And that's just sort of like, that's the weakest type of argument. Because, and I was just like listing some, you know, great players, passionate players out there that do the same stuff like Suarez, like Mascherano, like uh, yeah. like all these, these players. And then I even forgot the greatest player of all time. The greatest, you know, champion of all time in the, in the dark arts, uh, Materazzi. <laughs> who tr- trolled, who pretty much did the same thing he did, probably even worse, trolled one of the greatest players ever in Zidane and won the World Cup. Yeah, that was probably the <laughs> the biggest bait ever, man. And it paid off. I've, I've said the story here. I could say it if you guys want to hear it again. What, with Matarazzi he... and Zidane? Yeah, because I heard from someone that was working at at the World Cup and they were... They were by the French delegation, and they heard the story, and this is what they told me of what Materazzi told Zidane oh, yeah. to get Tiso to lose it. Was it a sister? So, nope. No? Let's hear it. Let's okay, hear go it. Ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so Sisu was playing at Juventus. Zidane? His teammate did it. Yes. Was he? He used to. He oh, okay, okay. No, not at the World Cup. He, oh, okay, okay. He would, he would, he was in Juventus before he went to Madrid. Right. And his teammate was, at one point, it was Filippo Inzaghi, mm-hmm. super people. So anyways, a rumor goes that Sisu had been cheating on his wife. And so he got even by shacking up with Inzaghi. And so... So they, that's like, because I think around that time, Inzaghi then gets sold to Milan. And then eventually, Sisu leaves and joins Madrid. Anyways, so um, Materazzi had been, had been like yanking Sisu's shirt. And Sisu tells him something along the lines. If you want my shirt so bad, I'll give it to you after the match. <laughs> and then that Materazzi said, I'll, and I'll give you Insagis in return. And then that, that just pissed him off. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Interesting. <laughs> and I believe it because, as, you know, as a soccer player, I'm pretty sure you've heard everything. Yeah. You know, what haven't you heard as far as insults, players trying to like get in your head? And so someone saying something like making shit up, it's not gonna, you have to be really weak, you know, you have to be pretty like to mention to, to lose it over anything. <laughs> but I think if someone can attack you on a personal level and if they got dirt on you, that's old beef too. I think, and I think that right there, it's where 
they could really get you to like, you know, to flip. And so I do, I do, I do believe that story. It's just like, uh, Icardi's the biggest piece of shit of, of, of all time. He like, uh, white, he like his best friend's wife. He like wooed her stole, and then like, Maxi. yeah. Lopez. And then he like got all her, her kids with that dude's tattooed on his arm and stuff. It's like, what dude? The ultimate betrayal, bro. <laughs> the ultimate betrayal. Um, anyways, back to the, to the Mexican car, uh, coach carousel. So Piojo Herrera is out and kind of in a weird way, Javier Aguirre is sort of tied into all of this. He has joined Rayados and they are saying that America had actually tried to sign him, but they couldn't agree on price. Which tells me that maybe this firing of Piojo Herrera was premeditated and they were already planning on fighting a, a replacement even before the, these matches took place. And what a great excuse to use his behavior uh, with his fighting to use that, the you know, the dagger to like get him out. But do you guys think that maybe Piojo was already on his way out? Yes, I do. I, I completely do think that that's what happened and most likely um he wasn't seeing eye to eye with whoever man America to me it's always the, their case has always been too too many chiefs not enough Indians too many people there um higher ups that can that can make decisions and come in and change stuff up it's sort of how Elias ended up leaving because um Pepe Romano started in like having influence there, and then it was like Elias was taking most of the heat. So eventually, he's like, "I'm not running the show. Then there's no need for me to be here." And he announced, uh, "I'll leave at the end of the season." But then the big Oscar was like, "If you're leaving, just leave now." And he just booted him. But I, I do, I do feel that that's been one of the problems with America for. Just for a long time, and when they've hit, they've hit some slumps, and that's a lot of times that's what it is. Too many people think they know what's best for the team. Uh, you know the saying: if 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 it's not broke, why fix it? And we talked about this a few. What was it? A few weeks or a few months ago? How they booted Dena from the youth team, and America, in my opinion, had one of the best youth. Teams out there bringing out some really good talent. They think they brought some guy from Villarreal, and we'll see how that works out for them. But but it doesn't surprise me that they wanted to boot Piojo despite how well the team had been doing. And I, I think that's sometimes, you know, it's easy to lose track of why why a team is being successful and you think it's, you know, they make your team easier than it really is. So with Aguirre finally returning to Mexico and now coaching Rayados, how do you feel about that? their chances next season? Are they immediately back as a contender, or is it going to take a couple a couple seasons for them to get back into their their dangerous form? Oof. I, 
I mean, Aguirre is a really good coach. So I don't know, man. He hasn't been in Max for years. Um, let's let's see what happens. Cause it, I mean, and also, is he going to be allowed to build his team? You know, are they going to bring him players? Uh, so let's see what happens there. Uh, but I do think, I do think he has, he's quality enough to at least get them in, to, you know, to to be to be contenders. I don't know if they're gonna be um, just how good they're gonna be, but but I'm sure, I'm sure he he could get them fighting. You know, it might take them a bit. There's a thing also that we need to keep in in mind is it's a short season. You know, he could have a rough start, and it's gonna seem like. The sky is falling just because the season is it's half a season and that's that's also something to to keep in mind like like if if Monterrey and if I'm bringing some someone like Aguirre then I'm I'm doing a project with him and I'm, I'm gonna give him like two years to, to build a team and everything get results not not expect the team to be doing good and within you know a couple weeks or in a couple months yeah, I think it's gonna take a a bit of settling for for Agui, and we don't yeah, it's even. A, it's a coin toss. Sometimes yeah. it it works right away, and sometimes it doesn't. But like, if it doesn't, that doesn't mean that you know that the coach sucks or that the players suck. It's just so many circumstances, just too many. You know, it's it's just too many things that are going on, including including you know what the other teams are doing. So it's not, you know, it's not that simple. So check it out, gentlemen. I have a new segment that I want to introduce to you guys. And here it is. It's called Buy or Sell. So I have a few statements. You're either going to buy it, meaning you agree with it, or sell, meaning you disagree with it, and you'll have a few moments to explain your reasoning. The first statement, Aguirre will last more than a year at Rayados. Buy or sell? I'll buy that. Same. Because, Same, like, because okay, so he, just like Joel said, he's a good coach, right? And you're gonna have some and, good players. The highest pay, because, yeah. Because the highest paid at that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but if, yeah. if if you sack him, he probably has like a two year contract. Uh, what's worth like what they were saying four four million? You're just paying him to have shown up, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's yeah, leaving with like what eight million dollars. Yeah, that's sort of an easy one, and because also you also have the good players at Monterrey. You know, they invest in their players. So with that, you know, even with the stacked Monterrey players, um, you're gonna get you're gonna get some you're gonna get some good results. I mean, you think that Monterrey is gonna get like super leader and be like dominating because but then they always like play a little bit lower than what you think. Um, but even the lower level that they play at is still, you know, it's still decent. Buy. Buy so, yeah. and buy. I am going to say sell. I actually don't think he'll last more than a year at Rayados. I just don't trust him. He has corruption under his 
Uh, you know, he, he's he's known to be corrupt. He's known to go the other way. Uh, there's a reason but, why but he, he went. He went to trial twice. Yeah. and he was like, yeah, but there there's a reason why he was he had he hadn't returned to Mexico in a long time, and uh, I I would not be surprised with because of how much they're spending on him. If they don't get immediate results, I could see them just shitting his contract and taking the L. So. It's 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 a cold world here in Liga Mekis, and uh, I I think that's a mighty big investment, Jaime. I I don't I think that's commitment right there, man. That's we'll like... see. And we all saw how they did uh, Turco dirty the first time around, right? Hmm. So another statement: Buy or sell? Piojo will take a job in Liga MX. A good one. I'm gonna buy. Where will we go? Cruz Azul? <laughs> no, I don't think it's gonna be right away. Although that would be fire. Um, it might be towards the end of the season, like almost coming to an end. The season um, starts on the eighth of January. So, huh? you know, I would prefer him at the Galaxy. Oof! I I think he's a player that needs to leave, and I know a lot of people scoff at the whole YMLS. Well, why not? You know, there's only what there's only what like at one point I don't know this season, but there's like only five Mexican coaches in Liga MX out of twenty. I mean, to me, there should be fifteen, and then like five in MLS, and then spread out, and it's like. You know, I would like to see just more Mexican coaches he, all over. Like, does he have beef with you know, Dennis De Close? I don't know. I don't think so. But they probably never worked together. Um, I thought I he was at America, no? Dennis, no. He was at Tigres and he was at Chivas. Oh. And then he was with the national team. Okay. But I think he, he came after, after the whole... He came around the time of Tata Martino around that time. Um, so, but yeah, you buy, so you buy your son. Piojo's next gig will be will remain in Mexico. No, no, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm buying, but I'm saying that's what I would. Mm. That's my fan fiction, man. He he moves <laughs> over here because I do want to see it because I do, dude. I think I do think there could be even Mexican coaches like in national teams in Concacaf, you know. You had the Los Cobos at one point with El Salvador and coaching them in the hexagonal, and that was pretty sweet. But I, I could see more, you know, coaching maybe Panama or. I mean, at one point there was more Colombians, dude. There was, there was like, what, three or four Colombian coaches uh, during World Cup qualifying? Because, you know, Mexico had Osorio and there was the Panama and I forgot what other teams. I think Honduras. And I'm like, dude, that should be us. Yeah. What about you, Chiquis? Well, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy that he's gonna either stay, you know, stay in Mexico, mm. or eventually. Where though? You know, because I have no or idea. You can but say this or. Is... You, you can say or. It's that's why it's buy or sell. Or something. Else. Well, okay. <laughs> so buying, you, his you, next you, gig. I'm talking about say, his his immediate future. Yeah, gonna... His immediate future. I'm gonna say it's buy. 
mm. that he is not going to go to that he's going to stay in Mexico or not go to MLS. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm selling the idea that he's going to, that he would go to MLS because that has sort of been, uh, I guess it hasn't been brought up, but you always think of, okay, you're failing. So then your next step is go somewhere you can succeed, mm. which is MLS. You see that with, with players, Matias. right? They're, they're retiring and they're, you know, <laughs> and they're see with Matias. The only problem though, yeah, Matias is right. The only problem though is that, and we had we had some discussion on MLSers saying you know they don't like the dark arts they don't like his antics they're not going to take a risk on this dude mm. they're not going to take a risk on this uh, on this uh, on his antics because they want their they want their uh, their orange wedges at halftime he, he's a, they don't, don't want to cuss on the field you're saying stuff, he's a know? liability he's not the image that the MLS wants to have. Yeah, exactly. Mm. The MLS no, wants, you know, exactly well-behaved individuals. <laughs> I think this is exactly what they want, man. Well, okay, that's if it's money, it's money and ratings dude, and stuff. Imagine that's 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 what funds the league, man. What, then what you're gonna think that would be for the classical between Galaxy and and LAFC with already beef. It would just amplify it more. No, that's, 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 that's just rating, dude. That gets people talking. It's it gets people going. And that's like the that's like a negative though, like because I oh. even talk, I even talked about this earlier. Like this is a sport. You're supposed to have some, like I understand, like some. I understand all this passion about it and like his antics and stuff. But if you're gonna risk, like say you do hire Piojo, and say he costs you a game because he gets thrown out or he fights and you know you know gets suspended and he's not able to be on the sidelines for three games or five games. Say he costs the, the team results, like that's not something you want. But he's bringing in ratings, so I'm going to deal with it. So I'm going to bring in an over the hill chicharito who doesn't want to play anymore, and he's not, and and you know he's not doing very well. But you know I'm selling all kinds of t-shirts. I'm you know I'm banking it, but you know we're not winning at, at the Galaxy. Or I'm going to bring in like uh, you know a, a Sidan, or not a Sidan, a uh, how was the dude that went Slatan. <laughs> I'm going to bring in a slot and I'm not going to win anything, but of course I'm going to bring in all the fans who want to see him and I'm going to make money. So it's like you're, you're, you're but selling you, out. You're making it seem like Piojo's just controversy when his numbers are hands down. He's up there, top two best Mexican coaches in Liga MX. His numbers that's prove true. it, man. That's his true, but these guys... But these I guys... mean, that's... What, well, these guys are hating on them, man. Like all the U.S. fans, all the MLS fans and journalists so what, are hating. Hate some more. Look, that's that's sort of like what America was striving on—the whole "odiame mas" thing, which the Galaxy could run on if they wanted to. But I still think he's a dude that courts attention, and that's what they need. That's why they bring in players like like Slatan, um, and, and they want to bring other players like that. That's what they need. They need, you know. It, the game is it's also extra cancha, you know, because once the game ends, it's it's a whole week waiting for the next match. But when you have you have these bigger than life personas, that gives people more to talk about, man, and it makes them, you know, look forward to the next game. And that's that's why he's money, dude. He's Piojo's money, dude. He's not gonna be without a job for long. I just don't want to see him in Liga MX. I mean, I don't. 
he already won there. I don't think there's nothing left for him to do. I don't see him going to South America just because they're broke. As, you know, they're just very broke. Uh, and unless he had like a, unless it was like a good team where he could, he could like challenge for Libertadores, but it's, it's hard to get some of those teams just cause, you know, it's very political, you know, they, they, they take care of their own. They don't really bring in foreigners. It's very rare. They're not just going to go bring someone else, you know, um, so I think this is his best option, man. Come over here. And I think he could do well and then leave, who knows, take over another national team or, or go abroad. But I do feel he needs to leave the he needs to leave the Liga MX nest. He's already he's been there, done that. I don't I don't see you know like take over Tijuana again or something like that. It's like like just no man. Just, just, so, go, go conquer, conquer other lands, dude. I I can confidently tell you, Piojo's next gig will not be in Mexico. I can see him easily being oh. a uh, panelist on Tuden or one of those TV shows for a little bit, maybe ESPN. Well, I I all right. I, this is what's gonna happen, Piojo. The season's too. I mean, the season starts in like three weeks, two weeks. There's no way he's going to get a job in Mexico that quickly. I think he's going to fall back on his like again, analyst thing on TV. I do believe that he is either going to get approached by an MLS team. I'm looking at you, Austin FC. You know they're an expansion club. They uh they're look they're trying to poach as many Mexican po- I don't know if they have a coach, but all I know is there's there's a lot of new teams coming into the league. And there's like almost 30 teams in the MLS. He's exactly what they want. MLS has been slowly poaching players from Mexico to their to their league. They're trying to make this joint effort to make the league one or whatever. And Piojo is exactly what the MLS needs. I do believe he's either going to get poached by an MLS team or he's going to get a national team offer. I'm not sure who. But I'd honestly think that his next move will be one of those two things. And then eventually he might return to Mexico. But as of right now, I think he has some sort of uh, some bad bad blood there. I think it's time for him to lay low, take his chances abroad. And uh, people are going to love that personality that he brings. Um, Austin has, they have a coach. Yeah. I was just putting that out there, Austin but... Would- yeah, there's... Galaxy is the one looking for one. I mean, it would have to be one of the bigger teams. I don't think he would bust in Almeida and uh, go to like, you know, like Columbus or some well, one of the smallest teams. I, kn- I do think he would. If he came, he would go to a, like big, like in a big city, you know, like a big market. I know Miami wasn't happy with their coach. He hasn't been doing what they expect him to do. So. That's another possibility, him going to Miami. Yeah, they, they have what's-his-face, right? They have um, Pizarro. So, yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to have job security. But I don't think that his next venture will be in Mexico. All right. That was a good one. Number three. Buy or sell. Carlos Vela will lead LAFC to victory tomorrow against Tigres. 
céu. Céu. Tem tigres. Tem tigres e o toucan. Eu acho que eles vão arrumar. Although, no, I can't, I can't post although, man, it's just buyers. <laughs> I'll wait, I'll wait till everyone does their, does their buying or selling. But I, I see, I see Toucan, uh, you know, abandoning the, his curse. Hmm. Fourth, fourth, fourth time's the charm. Cheekies, what do you think? Yeah, I think the same. I'm, I'm going to. I think Tigres is going to take it. Interesting. I don't know who's got a bigger chip on their shoulder. Carlos Vela, you know, MVP, scoring so many goals for for LAFC, not being able to get the job done, getting eliminated by Seattle and, and, and not, not getting that silverware. LAFC has no trophies yet, and he really wants this. And I was convinced with his performances that he's done in the Conca Champions. I think that Tigres going into this match, as much as I want a Mexican club to continue to uh, beat MLS teams and keep the joke going on, I think that Gignac and Anquino, uh, considering the fact that they might not even be able to play, puts them at a huge disadvantage. And and Duca, man, I know he's like on his way on retirement. I know he wants this one, but he just, for some reason, always fails to to win these these big matches so uh, unfortunately i i think vel is gonna win it man i think he's gonna he's gonna carry them to victory and that really hurts me to say but i i think that's the facts for tomorrow i did not you know i did not know that king was on the some of those dudes who are on you know they might not play yeah I, it doesn't hurt me because it's i think vela. it's 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 vela doing it and it's something I've been asking for for a long time that I would like to see more Mexicans in this league and not just playing but like being being the key players and making history because we don't it's very rare you know like you could count him with one hand Hugo Sanchez of Real Madrid and and Rafa Marquez you know who, who was part of that great great Barca squad and that's it, and that's it, and and, I, and it doesn't have to be La Liga. It doesn't have to be the top league. So I want, I want him, you know, I want that presence. And and it could be Malaysian third division in Ayano, dude, with, with potholes. And <laughs> you're kicking a tin can, and there's like straight dogs like running across the field. I don't care. I want to see. I want to see, you know, Mexican dudes that, because that's that's how you start getting the nombre, you know. And it's like, oh shit, we're getting the Mexican play. Because you see the players always coming up big in, in the different teams and leagues where they play in. You know, it's pretty similar to it. Why it's like, why are like Brazilians and Argentines so marketable? Yeah, of course, because they've won the World Cup. But, but even winning the World Cup, that's only, that's only what, 11 players or 23 that are on the squad. You know, and it's like... They're just a proven commodity, you know? Yeah, it's a pro- overall, you know, so I mean... And I, I think that's that's a big... And Mexico hasn't hasn't earned that yet. Well, because very few leave, and it's like... Europe's not the only place. There's so many leagues to go, you know? And we've seen 
just in recent times how many players have gone to like Central America and a lot of these and, and not to knock on Central America but it's like it's like dudes that just trying to have a job cause, and I, they're just trying to pay the bills man like, well, even, you know some, some of it almost sounded like like it was like almost like comedy skit because I remember seeing a, a report and the dude was gonna go to the game and they jumped in back of a pickup truck and that's how they were taking the players. It was like in a, it was not even a, not even a bus, man, not even a charter bus, just, yeah, it was just a regular pickup truck, dude. They just jumped back there and old school, man. And I'm like, damn. So y'all, y'all really, I just want to get straight. Y'all really rooting for the little tigers tomorrow. Y'all really think they're going to get the job done. Well, well, I, I don't, you know, I'm, I know Chickas disagrees, but I don't see them as little tigers. I think they've been one of the one of the top teams in Liga MX, and uh, yeah, they're missing the international flag, but they've been doing a lot for the league as far as you know, setting pretty good examples. I mean, how long has Tuca been there? Like ten years, you know, and and they bring in players like Kinyak and other top names. I mean, I, I think that's a different discussion. That's the the Ser Grande is a different discussion because I will I will admit I will yeah they're headed there I I will admit that they you know they're they're a top competitive team you know they've won champion recent uh, championships in Liga MX and so they are a competitive they got good players a good coach so they do have the potential and I think they will win. But uh, you're sort of like bringing a good argument, Jaime, with uh, LAFC. And one thing that um, that was brought up that I'm that I guess I'm thinking about as well is it's this is going to be in Orlando. This is going to be a United States game. It's not a home and away where you know they're finishing off in Mexico or they're playing the first leg in Mexico where you know Tigres can in a Volcan with a packed stadium, which is not going to happen. Um, you know they can get their supporters behind them and maybe run up the score four zero and then finish the, you know, finish the second leg in, in LA. This is going to be a single game in Orlando, Mm -hmm. neutral, quiet stadium. It's in the United States. They're going to have to travel or, or they're already there. They're already there, but yeah, they're already there. So yeah, then, so it's, so that's like another aspect of it to, you know, sort of advantage LAFC. So you never know. You, you could be right. LAFC could take it. It's been 20 years since an MLS team won the Conca Champions League. Tomorrow we will see who wants it more and which one of these teams will finally catch a break. I got a feeling it's going to be a decisive victory for, for Carlos Vela. He's finally going to get the, the, the crown that he's been wanting to get, even though he, he treats this as a job. I oh, have One other thing. Go ahead. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you that he does have that itch because he hasn't won anything. He didn't win with Arsenal. He didn't win that. Sociedad. You know, La Real Sociedad. And then he, he was pretty close with LAFC. But I know he wants that silverware. Um, you know, it's not the same. Club, <laughs> the club. But Chiquis mentioned something about how the whole tournament's taking place in the U.S. And I think that that's worthy of noting, you know. That because even in the past, the U.S. has always done better when it. When I said just I said the U.S. because it's the same with national team. You know, we see it with the Gold Cup. 
always hosted in the U.S. Um, so, but I do think those teams that does help them play better because uh, I do I do think there is that slight advantage when you play at home, and I do think um, I do think some of these results wouldn't be the same if it was home and away. I agree. You know? Yeah. Oh, one thing but I want. I mean, Chiquis, wait, well, just really oh, quick before yeah, you go, Chiquis. And I'm not saying this to take credit from LAFC because you still have to play the games. Uh, and I agree with what Jaime said. I mean, they, they, they played who they had to play and they, you know, they, they went all out and they got the result. But I do think, and you know, that it's at least they're, you know, the teams here, they're proving to be not, not, not as easy as, as at one point where they competitive. They're starting to be competitive now. Yeah, they're they're more competitive now. So it and dude, if you bring a player like like you know like Slatan, and now you have players like Bella, those are big name players that could that could win a match. You know, they could they could turn a match around. So you know, don't forget, Chivas almost lost to Toronto FC. They had to go to penalties. So, <laughs> um, we had. And some... I don't want. Uh, all right, real quick, I don't want Bella to win this. Uh... Ooh, the saltiness! I knew that's what it came down to. Yeah, and that's part. That's that's most. Well, I guess it's it's solely because of his rejection of the national team. So I mean, I don't. I have no problem with him going to MLS, or you know, I think it's a it's a lesser cup than any cup that he would have won with Sociedad or whoever. So yeah, it's a, it, you know it's silverware, but I have silverware from when I was eight years old. Um, <laughs> so it's no it's no La Liga, it's no. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't want him doing. And the, and the truth comes out, you know, I still have a vendetta against him because he did turn our back on us when we needed him the most. Um, he did win the under 17 world cup with us and that's all he's done for this country. And, uh, no, he, he had a gold cup. Oh, that too, I guess. But you know, and he, he got done dirty. Someone had to take the fall for it and they, they painted him as the villain. And he, ever since then he hasn't been the same, but, uh, I I don't like I I don't know man for me it's like he's a great player and should he decide to go back to Mexico I would not be against that you know we could definitely use him he's still one of the best players that we have unfortunately Hey I'll say this too uh you guys still there Yeah Okay um, I went silent I went silent um, Wait for like a few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seemed like you cut off. It seemed like you cut off. But anyway, so um, there's been some talk, or I've seen some comments on uh, saying that Vela never played for a senior, you know, a, a Liga MX, uh, like the senior team, and oh. and you know, grew up in Europe, mm-hmm. and he's a pro. And and I think the comment was he's a product of product Europe, of Europe, which. Which, to an extent, is true, but it's not wholly true. He grew up in Mexico in a country that loves soccer, so he grew up in a soccer, you know, loving soccer. Cancun. Yeah, and he played with the Mexican national. He grew, uh, he grew with Chivas. He played in the Mexican national team in the under seventeens, and then from there, he earned being a Mexican, earned his, um, deserved his way up to go to Europe. And so he is a. I mean, if you if if you see Vela in Europe, like his first year in Arsenal or whatever, you're gonna say, "What this guy is a product of what? He's a product of Mexican soccer." Just because he was young, 
he's a he's a, he's a product of of Mexico. Yeah, I but now know. that after yeah after he goes through Europe, then you can say, oh well, he's now he's a product of Europe all of a sudden. You know, he never would have gone to Europe if he was. I don't. I don't. This whole product of Europe, I don't. I don't buy it. I just don't. I know it's this mentality because you go over there, and then that's why you're that good. And I don't. I just don't buy it. I, because if yeah, I if think... you could, if well, hold on, Jaime, if yeah. you could mold players that good, you wouldn't be getting so many foreigners. If you could develop players that good. Those teams wouldn't be filled with up to like they got over ten foreigners every team. So it's 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 sort of like like um, you wouldn't be getting players from Africa, from South America, from all these other countries if you could develop that type of talent. So I mean, it's I don't I don't buy it, dude. And I've seen players that've gone over there and then they didn't amount to much. They didn't come back playing better, you know. So it's not, it's it's the talent, you know. You if you have the talent, if, if you know in Spanish and in, in Mexico they have the same, and, and you know, it gets it gets donde quiera canta. And I agree, man. If, if you're good, you're gonna be good no matter where you're at. I agree. I, I think he didn't have to go across the pond for him to have the the skill and the talent that. You know he he has now. Um, I I do say though that uh, there's no denying that being exposed to that level of talent only exists in Europe, and that's why the best players play there. Um, and being exposed to that on a consistent basis, playing against this adversary on a consistent basis, will in return, you know, make you a better player and uh, a more competitive player. Um, but that that's not to say that. We can't create that level of competition here in Mexico. You don't have to go all the way to Europe to do that. Uh, the Mexican League is no slouch, and I think that it deserves more credit than than what it actually gets. Top 10 league in my book. Uh, I do have two more statements in the buy or sell segment, so hang on with me. Wait, wait really quick yes. on, on what you were saying about Mexico being no slouch, because they used to get, you know, they used to get flack from our... South American brethren, where they used to clown and say that, you know, the league wasn't that good. But then we ended up seeing teams like Ecuador, Chile, even Colombia qualifying to the World Cup with squads, with players that were Paraguay, I should say, more than Colombia, Paraguay, Paraguay, Ecuador, Chile, with a lot of players that were, you know, applying their trade in Liga MX. And then that that sort of right there ended up, you know, changing a lot of attitude. Because they used to be like, nah, when you play with it, you're going to suck. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you have these teams qualifying, and it's like, oh, snap. You know, maybe it's not that bad. Oh, yeah. I think, like, Chile's base is, like, at one point was, like, all from Mexico. <laughs> yeah, I think the 98. I know the 98 had a bunch of players, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, let's not get, let's not, that's another subject for, for another time. All right. Fourth statement in this buy or sell segment. America will not, I repeat, will not qualify for Ligia next season. Buy or sell. Oof. 
that's a good one. I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it, dude. That they're not. It's like it's like you presented an item on sale. <laughs> manager, manager special. I'm buying this. I'm selling. I think America will make it. Ooh, with what coach? With what team? They don't need a coach. They just need players and and a checkbook to write to the ref. That'd be good to go. Oh, you think you think Geo Tusain still got still still gonna be there? I don't think so. Probably not. He ain't no he ain't no help. Wait, we need. Wait, wait. I I need one more thing though, Jaime. What's that? Man, I I saw I saw it and I I don't know if I'm getting buyer's remorse. I saw the manager special and I and I just is the league gonna do the twelve teams again? Oh, that's a very good question. Because I'm... if it's 12 teams, then I'm going to have to sell. But if it's 8, I'm going to buy. If they go back to just regular 18 Liguilla, okay, I'm buying it. If All right. 12, Let, let's let's no, rephrase it because I, I totally forgot about 12. Let's say top 8. Okay, then then I don't. I, I don't. I'm, I'm going to buy anyways. <laughs> <laughs> as a chief, I want to see them fail. Yes, I I think that America are going to have some growing pains now that Piojo's gone. They have no one else to blame. Um, we'll see what kind of coach they can scramble to get within a week or two. Again, the season starts on the eighth, and uh, you know the draft is open. I haven't really heard any noise. I haven't heard anybody joining or leaving so i think that they will have a bad season and piojo is going to be the one laughing at the end of all this and uh yeah i i think that america's not going to qualify for Liga. uh last uh question the buyer sell segment and if you're listening to this and you enjoy this please let us know um on twitter or leave us a voicemail Chicharito will leave LA Galaxy next year. Buy or sell? Sell. But you said leave or not leave? He will leave. He will leave. He's got a three-year no, contract. I, um, no. I, I, you think stay. he's going to so stay? So is that yeah. a sell? That's I think sell. he's staying. What, what would that staying. be? That would be a sell? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's staying. He's staying. I agree. The whole thing, there's, there was supposedly beef between him and... Uh, the entire locker know, room, except for Joe and all What? They were saying he had beef with the coach, and the coach wasn't playing him where he, where he feels better and, and whatnot. And he's their marquee player, man. He's he's their he's he's the main dude, man. They're not gonna bring anyone. It's gonna be hard to bring anyone of that, you know, like a big name like that, like 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 they had done with Zlatan. You know, you're not you're not gonna they're just not gonna do it right now. Um, so I mean, I I do think eventually. Because they agreed to build a team around him, and I think that's what's happening. I think that's why they're they're going to be very careful with who they bring in as coach. 
And uh, I wonder if he's going to have some input in they'll, that. They'll bring in David Moyes. <laughs> God damn, dude. That would be something, man. Just to give you guys um, a little bit of perspective here. Let's recap this. He is the MLS's highest paid player. He has only scored two goals. Okay. So he is hemorrhaging money right now for LA Galaxy. I don't think he's going to be there next season. I think he's done. He's going to retire and just, he's going to be a full time streamer. He'll probably make more money on YouTube. Um, well, see, let's let's think because the galaxy took a pretty big hit with, with the whole geo. They had to they had to buy him out. So I mean, and like you said, if they're hemorrhaging, you, that's just too much. And I mean, two goals, they, man. Yeah, but I mean, he just arrived. Is is you can't know. always expect just because someone gets there too off the bat. Like I'm saying, it happens because you know you could point at Zlatan. But that's that's not always the, the case, you know. Um, so let's see, man. If they're gonna if they're gonna build a team around him, I, I see him doing good. He's, I mean, cause to me, he's a he's a dude that relies on service. So if you got some some players giving him service, he he, you know. I'm reading an article saying Javier Hernandez is reaching Steven Gerrard levels of disappointment at Galaxy. <laughs> Um, he's had a tough year. Um, I think that he might, you know, start the season with Galaxy, but I, I do think it's a it's going to be a long year, and I could see somebody else trying to uh, trying to take him off off their hands. Maybe maybe Chivas. Who knows? Chivas are getting rid of some dead weight right now to make room for for new players. Chivas can't afford his wages. I don't. I, I, before, you, before you get our two hermanos excited, <laughs> that's he can't afford. He can't afford what he makes season. I don't think he's expecting them to match what he's making at LA Galaxy. I think he knows right now he's pulling a highway robbery. Same thing he did with West Ham. He was overpaid for what he was, and he knows it. So I think at Chivas he would do a similar thing where he did with Sevilla, where he was willing to take a pay cut just to play, and his team you know that he was born in his I mean him and Chivas go a very long way he did say he would end up at Chivas eventually and you know this current situation at at Galaxy is not ideal I think if he starts off the season continuing to to miss goals and and the frustrations are going to pile on the criticism is going to pile on he's going to implode and I could see Chivas throwing him a lifesaver and and just bringing him home, and uh, at least he'll know that here he will have the fans on his back and uh, playing time because he wasn't even playing at Galaxy. Man, they were benching him at one point. I mean, this is bad. Well, I mean that's that's was part of the beef he has having beef with the with the coach, you know. So I mean, new coach depends on the brain. I'm pretty sure they're gonna build a team around him. You know, try to. Build. Yeah, and they still don't have you a know, date. They still don't have a date for uh, MLS, so we don't know when the season will start again. Um, if we're gonna go based off last year, that was March. So I mean, three months. 
It's a long time. Yeah, well, that's long enough for them to get it together, you know. Absolutely. Well, thank you all for joining the buy or sell segment. Something new that I thought of uh, over the weekend. Uh, I do want to move to a quick voicemail from one of our listeners. Let's see if it'll work. Oh, it's loading. Bear with me. Yeah, I just wanted to shout you out, man. Um, I've been following your podcast for some time now. I've always liked you know, talking about football in English, and obviously, you know, we're here and we're doing that. So uh, just listening to your podcast got me into, you know, how can I get my own podcast off the off the, off the the road, and I got it going now too. So um, anyways, big shout-outs to you and keep it going. Uh, your friend from Sacramento, California, Alex, uh, and uh, – the Educators Podcast. Thanks. All right. Big shout out to Alex. Thanks for leaving us a voicemail. Sorry about the response, man. He left this back in October. <laughs> what, is, what is the name of his pod? Uh, Educadence. Edu Cadence. So he's he's uh, he's an educator. Talks okay. about education. Okay. You're going to have to check it out. Thank you, Cheekies, for uh, for informing us that we had a, a voicemail. Um, and if you guys are listening out there and you've been following the podcast, let us know. You can leave us a voicemail on our landing page on anchor.fm. And, uh, yeah, we love to hear from our fans and from just people listening to us. We, we appreciate y'all. Um, a little bit of news Mexico has agreed with a friendly with Wales that will take place next year, kind of far ahead in March. And Puebla have officially transferred uh, two players to Villarreal, Emiliano Garcia Escuero and Santiago Montel Alvarez. So congrats to them making some moves. They're very young. Yeah. So that pretty much wraps up everything. Uh, we'll have more information for you guys, obviously, um, once we find out who will win tomorrow. But do you guys have any other closing thoughts before we wrap this up? No, that's all. That's all I got. Let's see what happens tomorrow. Merry Christmas! Happy New Year! Absolutely. Depending on when we record again, it might be Christmas or Happy New Year, but thank you all. Well, what else you got? Well, a bit of sad note. I just wanted to dedicate this part to my uncle. Passed away a few days ago. Got hit by the by the corona. So uh, see you on the other side, man. Oh, my condolences, man. Sorry to hear that. Was this uh was this where is this the uncle where uh, where I came over to to see you? Is that the same? No, no, you didn't meet him. Oh, okay. Wait, you met one of my uncles? Oh, I don't know who it was. Is the mechanic? 
mechanic. He's got like a shop. Oh no, he he lives there, but he, I don't know. If, so I don't know who you saw, Chickies. I can't remember. Oh. I must have been like way way back. Yeah, it was for that gold cup, uh, that gold cup final oh, in uh, Pasadena. It was far back, Chiki. I, I was dropped off in the East LA, man. I was like, <laughs> I remember now. You were over in it. Yeah, and it was like a, I was knocking on the door, and and uh, and someone answered, and it looked like there was a mechanic shop because there's like the tire, the tires, and all the gear and stuff. Were... Yeah, yeah, the bottom part, the bottom part is a shop, and then the top part's a house. Yeah, but condolences though, man. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, thank you, gents. And with that, thank you all for joining us tonight, listening to us wherever you are in the world. Hope everyone has a great night, and uh, we'll find out who will be the king of the CONCACAF region tomorrow. Have a good night, everybody.